0: Hello, welcome to the Tuesday, July 19th, 2016 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and today I'm recording from Minneapolis, Minnesota. And yet again, we got a vulnerability that comes with its own logo, website and name Oxy, this time. Now, this vulnerability deals with how some web applications deal with proxy headers that are being sent by users. The root cause of this issue is that some web applications use an environment variable HTTP proxy in order to indicate if outbound requests should be sent via a specific proxy. Now, this environment variable could potentially be overwritten depending on how your web application is configured by a proxy header that's being sent by the user. Because typically, and according to the CGI specification, any header being sent by the user is converted to an environment variable, HTTP underscore, and then the name of the header. So if the user sends a proxy header, then then the web application framework CGI will create an environment variable HTTP underscore proxy, which then potentially overrides the environment variable that the application set beforehand, for example, via a configuration file. And then, of course, if a request with such a header triggers an outbound HTTP request, that outbound HTTP request would be sent then via the proxy, which could theoretically lead to interception of the traffic bind attacker. Now, applicability of this vulnerability is limited. There are only very specific frameworks that are vulnerable. Also, it does depend on the configuration of the particular web application. If you're running plain CGI, you're more likely to be vulnerable. The quickest workaround here is to just block all requests that include a proxy header. That header is not supposed to show up in any request, longer term, you want to make sure that you're not using any of the vulnerable frameworks or that if you're using the proxy environment variable in your own code, that you make sure that it hasn't been altered, so you want to properly validate this. So quick fix, block the proxy header in your web application firewall, but I wouldn't lose too much sleep over this vulnerability. Probably only few, if any, of applications in your environment are vulnerable. The most common problem that I would expect people to see is problems related to the guzzle framework in PHP that's used by some web applications, for example, Drupal to send outbound requests. But then again, if you're running Drupal in the first place, you're likely having more serious problems than this. And then we got updates from Apple across the entire product range for Apple's software, including iCloud for Windows, actually a product I have to admit didn't realize existed. iCloud for Windows and iTunes for Windows both fix a number of XML parsing issues that can lead to remote code execution we do have the usual updates for safari mostly affecting webkit and of course with that some remote code execution vulnerabilities tv os is also being updated as well as watch os the image io vulnerabilities are probably worth mentioning here because they could lead to arbitrary remote code execution and then ios and os 10 el capitan receives update The interesting vulnerability I've seen patched, there is a vulnerability in FaceTime. Someone with a man in the middle position can actually confuse the user interface in FaceTime that FaceTime would still continue to transmit audio even though it looks like the call terminated. So uh, that could essentially be used to spy on people. They fixed it by cleaning up the user interface So the user interface correctly reflects the status of the call and that audio is still sent. And in particular for El Capitan, we also have updates for open source software that's included with the operating system like, for example, SSL libraries and also updates. Not a lot of additional details here from Apple. A couple of the vulnerabilities were found by the Cisco Talos vulnerability research. Typically, they publish additional details within a few days. Haven't seen any of that live yet as I was preparing. Preparing for this podcast. Many two factor authentication systems do have the option to send a one time password to a user via voice. Essentially, the user enters a phone number when they sign up for an account. And then if they don't have their token handy, they can have a system call that phone number in order to provide them with a one time password. Well, the tricky part here is that it's really up to the user to provide the this phone number, and pretty much anything can be used here. So what this particular researcher did is they used 900 numbers in order to sign up for these systems. And they were able to get Instagram, Microsoft, Google, and others to call these 900 numbers. And essentially, they would end up making money whenever these systems called this number interesting kind of problem not sure how to really address it yes in the us you can probably block 900 numbers the 900 area code but of course the exact format of these numbers changes internationally and you would have to block all pay by call numbers well that's it for today so thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow bye